Yo, welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. I'm your host, Sean Stroud, and yes, believe it or not, I am still here, in case you forgot. What? Fuck it, I don't care that much, man. I am going through. I'm going to go on through with it. Um, Almost said I'm going through it. Didn't want to start out like that. I did, however, just go to the emergency vet place that I... Uh, took Dave to to pick up his paw print. It's a cool little like memorial thing they do. I, I didn't know about it. Why? Why would I have? But they offered it to me whenever uh, the whole thing went down, and I said I think that would be cool, and so I got that. Because the other option, they kept asking if I wanted his ashes, and you know, as sad as I was, and as as like I was in tears and red face, ugly as fuck. I was still like, no, I think that's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know. I just don't want that. You know, so that's, um, didn't go with that option. Went with this little disc that's got his paw print in it. And then it says Dave. And I have a, I have a little memorial section, I guess you could call it, in my house or in my apartment. I had one in my last apartment too. And I just, I like it. It's nice to be able to look over and see pictures of my dad and my grandpa. And so now I put Dave's toy and his paw print up there. A little a little shrine area. Hmm. Grief is weird. I'll get this out of the way quick, I promise. I don't want to be a drag, but... It's just interesting. I mean, it comes in phases. Like, the last maybe two days have been better than the rest. I'm sorry, the the previous two days, not including today. Today, I was in the bathroom, and I opened Snapchat, checked my memories, and God damn it, if there weren't two pictures of Dave looking cute as fuck, just the handsomest little man, and... It just, it was like it kind of started over again for a second and just took me out of it. But it is what it is. We're taking it a day at a time. Just dude, he deserves so much more time. That is like, it won't leave my mind. That's how I feel. But I said I was not going to get depressing. So I'm going to talk about the vet people because dude, they... They are built different for certain. The fact that they can be around that much death on a daily and it doesn't phase them. I mean, I was thinking, I wonder, on my way back as I was driving, I was thinking, how do they fucking do it? How do they put up with all this shit? But I guess different people are just built for different things. Like at my job, I get fucking screamed at by some dumbass with diabetes. Not everybody could deal with that. Some people would end up crying or going home or or quitting or whatever so yeah I guess everybody's built for a different um, purpose because I don't know that I could be around that much death and crying people and sadness and and still be able to function and do a job it's just pretty insane I imagine they have to focus on the good that they're doing well they're doing good either way so it's not like they're fucking like just torturing and killing animals up there I mean they have to focus on the healing that they're doing maybe that's what it is and not just 
the uh, the sadness there within. But mad props to those people. I don't know if I said this last episode, but when I when I was in there, they were all so nice and very comforting the whole time. So, you know, that's that's the most about the most you could do. My way home, I stopped at the gas station. They they got uh I have the QT app and they have coupons and shit. And there's one for a free V8 because apparently today is National V8 Day. But I guess everyone else got the memo a little bit earlier than I did because there were no fucking V8s left. It was the only thing on the on the shelf at the grocery not the grocery store. I'm sorry, the only thing on the shelf at QT that was uh, empty. So I got a Snapple and some roller items. I got um oh. Let me turn that off. I'm sure that is audible. Sorry, the AC came on. <clears throat> yeah, I went and got roller, the like, the little roller grill items. I got the classic cheesy buffalo chicken thing. Uh, it's not like a taquito so thing. And then I got a Korean beef taquito. Something new. Said, fuck it, I'll try it. A little, a little too heavy on the Korean for me. Could have used a little bit more beef. But it's all good. And then, yeah, I got this Snapple Kiwi Strawberry. And I'm just putting it together in my mind that this is a 32-ounce Snapple. That's like a large drink or a medium if you're at Whataburger. Whataburger? Is that the right way to say it? I used to say, well, I really used to say Whataburger when I was a youngin. But then I used to say Whataburger. But it's what a burger. And so I, I made that mental change a few months ago, maybe, and it's been what a burger ever since. And that sounds right to me. It's what a burger. I don't know. Semantics. Who cares? Today was not a bad day. Excuse me. Every day I just go through work and I'm thinking about when I'm going to get out of here, which honestly. It's looking sooner and sooner as the days go by. Been pretty, pretty good, pretty, pretty good. Been been doing pretty good with the newspaper so far. I've gotten three things published and then one, one more thing is going out in a newsletter tomorrow. So I don't know if that counts as being published. They might put it on the website either way. So I think that's being published. But I've had three things go down in the paper, which means I'm officially... A staff writer for the Etcetera newspaper. Yes, that's right. Give me your applause. (sighs) (sighs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Now I'll try not to screw it up. But also, I haven't heard back from financial aid about this whole semester that I've been in school. So I reached out to uh, set up a meeting today, did that online, and it turns out I should be approved for work study next semester, which means I should be able to work for the newspaper next semester and like part-time, 20 hours a week and get paid for it. So that'd be fucking dope. I mean, that's literally doing, that's literally getting paid to write. That's, (laughs) I got a silly fucking smile on my face, just the concept, that's crazy, bro. So that'll be awesome. So on one hand, that makes going to work easier. But on the other hand, that makes it so that I'm um, 
Like, I've got my finger on the trigger the whole time I'm there. Like, I'm just waiting for some bullshit and be like, I don't fucking need this place. And fucking go off, storm home, go in the office, tell the boss what a fucking bitch Robert is. I'm not going to say anything to Robert. I don't want to give him the fucking, uh, not closure. I don't want to give him the, the satisfaction of, like, driving me to blow up and leave the job, but... On the other hand, if he comes at me the wrong way one day, I'll just fuck it. I don't need this. Bye. I'm out. I have, I have plans that are actually moving forward in the right direction for once. And then uh, I'm, I've also got some freelance work I'm going to be pursuing. And I, I realize I say that as if I know what it is. I really don't. I just I know that I have to come up with ideas of shit around Dallas Um articles people would be interested in uh not just people newspapers and magazines would be interested in picking up but uh that's the plan right now part-time gonna be at uh the eastfield newspaper and part-time's gonna be freelancing we're writing my shit and hopefully hoping it gets picked up unless i can find some other kind of writing job but yeah so i know last fucking January, last February, when I started at this fucking sheet metal warehouse, horrible fucking, <laughs> horrible place. Not, not a bad job. It's a shitty environment, all right? I want to get that through. I mean, it is a bad job if you're stupid because that's how you lose a finger. No shade to Aiden. He did crush a finger. I, don't, I still don't think Aiden's a stupid person. Something was probably just going on that day, but... I, uh, I I don't want to lose a finger. I would like to remain a drummer with all 10 of his fingers. So that's the goal. Get out before I lose a finger. Knock on wood. Okay. Got home today. And I really... I didn't feel like doing anything, bro. I passed the fuck out. I, I went to sleep. Woke up. Still had to do the podcast. Still had to go get this paw print thing i really just i wanted i needed to go today because i they told me it was ready last week i remembered it today i I just kind of put it out of my mind and i don't want them to throw that shit away so yeah i went up and uh picked it up (sighs) naps never work out bro like i i napped for two hours i don't feel that shit that shit is not accumulative it is not work the same way as sleeping a full night. So I don't know why I tricked myself. Because I, I was laying there like, oh yeah, I'll feel better whenever I wake up from this. And I fucking didn't. I was, if anything, I was more tired and more uh, drawn to just stay in bed. More compelled. There we go. More compelled to just stay in bed and not do shit. Oh well. I'm still going to take them. I'm still going to take naps. Naps are like L's. We're going to take them whether we want to or not. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. I saw some friends this week. I saw a friend that I haven't seen in a long-ass time over some dumb shit, and I'll admit, it was on me, all right? I um, I just kind of overreacted and, and was oversensitive about some shit that he hit me up hit me up on. And so that's that's my bad, but this week I saw Trey for the first time in fucking forever, bro. <clears throat> he has been on the podcast, I believe twice he's been on the podcast, uh, 
I think once by himself and once with DJ. I might be might be wrong on that. Maybe it was twice with him and DJ. Either way, he's been on been on the podcast. He is a friend of the Week in Review. And I got to see him. It was awesome, bro. He he reached out a little maybe like a month ago and, and apologized about the whole situation. And I I really appreciated that, bro, because I didn't really like that's not one of the things that I was heavily thinking about, but once he brought it back up, I thought about it and was and realized, yeah, I was completely wrong. Like I I fucking blew up for no reason. That's my bad too, bro. I hope we're good. I hope you're doing good. And then this whole thing with uh with Dave it pushed me, like I said, to stop wasting time. I've made a whole list on my phone of shit that I need to get done, and I'm slowly checking it off. But it's it's gotten me to stop wasting time. So I hit up Trey like, hey, bro, trying to hang this weekend? And, of course, he was down. So Saturday he pulled up, pulled up in the car with the window down. I was waiting outside for him. He's like, hey. And then you know what? He asked me where where he should park because he got towed from my old fucking apartment. So there you go. Lesson learned. He He got some experience from that. Man, I felt fucking bad that day, but parked, got out, and then we started hanging. There was no awkward ass like, hey, bro, I know it's been forever, blah, blah, blah. Not, not even, bro. We dapped each other up and went on, and that's the cool thing, bro. I don't even think about it, but I've known Trey since I was a fucking freshman in high school. He was a senior when I was a freshman, so I only knew that dude for one year in school, and we still hang out. That's that's pretty dope, in my opinion. That's how you know we're both quality-ass people, and we both fuck with each other. He came up. I already had a joint roll. You know how it is. Got to treat the homie right. We went out and smoked, and then we got down to business. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's time to... You already know. Yes, sir. He brought the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I had dusted off my deck. D-E-C-K. My deck. All right. Mind out of the gutter. I dusted off my deck. And we got at it, boy. We we started dueling. And it was it was neck and neck, but it was so fun. I, I won the first one. He won the second one. And I have two decks, right? I have a zombie deck, which just kind of worked out for me. If I uh, that, that that hit me right now, my whole name, um, since unfortunately I burdened myself with this when I was ten and I got my first PlayStation Three, I made my PlayStation Network Death Zombie Freak because Death wasn't available, and then Death Zombie also wasn't available. But you know what was Death Zombie Freak? The, the the three like emo words I could think of. Who who, who would have guessed that that combination would be available? So I picked up that name. Now I've been carrying that fucking gamer tag on my back since uh, what I said ten. So it's almost been eleven years now. Instagram DZ Freak. You know what the Z stands for? Zombie. It's actually X DZ Freak X. If you want to go follow me, but. The fact that I, I just picked up a zombie deck because I thought it looked cool and it's actually super fun to play too, that just happened to work out for me. Uh, it's it's a, I like the strategy of it because it's normally if, if you 
play a monster in Yu-Gi-Oh, you get your really strong monster out, and that shit gets sent to the graveyard, you're like, fuck! Because you just spent all that time trying to get it out and like meet the conditions for it. Zombie type, or a zombie deck, I'm like trying to send him to the graveyard from my deck so I can special summon him for free. Like it's it's just fun, a bunch of workarounds, a bunch of, yeah, I know you just sent that to the graveyard, but it really doesn't fucking matter because bam, it's back up. And that deck won the first time, so I swapped over to my other deck. My, uh, it, It's not really like, I guess... I really kind of just focused it around one card, even though I don't think I've ever been able to bring that card out in a, in a game. I focused it around my uh, Armed Protector Dragon, which is a, I don't know, a, a six or seven star dragon, and it has high attack. And then for each equip card you equip to it, it gets 500 attack. So if I equip like a an Arc Fiend, Axe. I don't, I don't remember the name of it right now. If I equip the Arcfiend Axe onto it, it gets plus a thousand attack from that card, and then five hundred pl- for its effect. So every equip card I put on it, plus five hundred, plus five hundred. Pretty crazy. And I just kind of built it around that. The only problem was, I didn't get any of my heavy hitters. I think I might need to take my deck and like reassess it, reevaluate. Um, like the the number of just four star little bullshit monsters I have in it versus um, heavy hitters shit that's gonna like take out some some monsters because I just kept pulling out like um, like non sequiturs just a uh, gap stops is that what it is gap stops just just shit to like throw out so that I wasn't dying immediately and it worked for a little bit but if you're not building that towards anything. It's just a matter of time before you lose. So I lost that one. Won won the next one after that. Lost that one. And then there we were. Tied up. Two to two. We had to find out. Who was the the greatest duelist? Who was the better dueler? We went one more time and it was close as fuck. But I managed to grasp my victory. So that was a lot of fun. It was a, a, a lot of fun. And just getting to catch up with Trey, listen to music and shit, talk about everything. Because Trey's one of the dudes, and this is like a rare and very like valuable quality. A rare and sought after quality. He's one of those dudes that I can pull out my Bluetooth speaker, turn it on, and then press shuffle on my Spotify like songs and not have to worry about what's playing. I still did. I was still skipping songs. I was like, eh, I don't really, nah, don't want to, don't want to play this in front of other people. Shit like that. Or, or nah, this isn't the vibe right now. But, like, um, like some Swancore shit would come on. And most of my friends, I, I would skip through that. Unless it's like Michael. And then I'd skip through the, the hip hop shit. But, <laughs> but most of my friends, I'd skip through that. And I look up and Trey's like fucking nodding his head and shit. I'm like, fuck yeah. It's like Kevin's the only other person like that who I feel I could be that comfortable with with my music and and know that they're vibing along. And that's mostly because I know Kevin's music taste pretty well because that's something we talk about a lot. But, yeah, man, I fuck with Trey. It was great to get to see him, man. I I, I think we're going to be hanging out more. And he was saying um, he's got some more motivation to, like, work on his deck now. And, and I agreed. And I also... We were talking about like how fun it is to open new 
new Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Not not necessarily even new, like just the bricks from Movie Trading Co. Just a little brick of like 100 cards. How fun it is to go through those cards and see what you can get. And then I think maybe I picked this up from my mom, a, a little bit of a type one thing. I love organizing them. I, I love putting the cards in binders and, and having them all by attribute or, or type. I don't remember. I think it was by attribute and then type within the attribute. See, I'm fucking, I'm a nerd about this shit. And then Pokemon cards too, dude. I, 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 at first I had them all by, t- by type of Pokemon. And then I went back in because I didn't have shit to do as a kid and put them all in alphabetical order. And I'd be bullshitting you if I said they were still in alphabetical order right now, but it was just fun for the for the time being. I'm looking over at my gas station food like, man, I should have eaten this already. It is going to be rubbery by the time I bite into it. Here, I'm going to take a bite of the, the, the uh, fucking buffalo thing right now. Oh, yeah. Solid as fuck. It is what it is, man. You make sacrifices for the job. Well, now now I got to finish this bite. That fucking sucks. Give me a second. Okay, and we're back. 30 seconds later, but with a mouth that isn't full. So that's a, that's a big difference. Sipping on this Snapple, man, it's good, but it's like all the flavor is in the smell, I think, if that makes sense, because I drink it, and as soon as the, the liquid is gone, the flavor is not gone from my mouth. <clears throat> it's just kind of like ruminating in there. I don't I don't know what's up. But yeah, it was great to see Trey. And then the next day, I actually had my plans fall through. But I hit up Michael and we went and got um we went and got Bubba's. So it was still a pretty good day. And the cool thing about Bubba's, or at least my favorite part, is they have like thirty TVs in that bitch. You sit down at a booth and it doesn't matter in which direction you turn your head. There are going to be four TVs mounted at the top of the the wall with a, a sports game, a um, like one of those blooper reel channels where it's just people getting hurt on bikes and hitting each other in the balls with golf clubs, shit like that. And then they've got a, a TV that's playing the music video for whatever song it is they're playing throughout the sports bar, which I think is really fucking awesome. Because I don't know about the mast, the mast, bruh. I don't know about the mass majority. Oh my gosh. The vast majority. Holy shit. I fucked that one right in the ass. Oh my gosh. I don't know about the vast majority of society, but I am not really a music video watcher. Never been an interest of mine. The only way I would have seen it is if I was looking up a, a song on YouTube, like back in the day when I first discovered Pierce the Veil. That was an experience. I was I was at my friend's house. I might have been staying the night over there. I might not have been. This was like elementary school or slash. No, this must have been seventh grade or eighth grade. And I had uh, I had made a new friend, and she sent me the link for. Carafernalia by Pierce, Pierce the Veil. So I'm like, okay, I'll check this out. I'm into music. I put it on my friend's laptop. Hit go, hit play. We both start watching. 
and immediately we start busting out laughing as soon as we hear Vic's voice. His high-pitched ass screaming. And then we watch, um, we watch uh, not King for a Day. Fuck, Bulls in the Bronx. Bulls in the Bronx is what we watch. And and so we see the music video start. This this kid riding a bike. This girl who looks like a fucking nerd. And then the music starts. Do you know I catch your heartbeats before you sleep? I bite my fingernails too bad. Yeah, just fucking lays into it. And yeah, we just bust out laughing again. Bust out laughing again. I could not get with it at all. But you know what? The very next day, I was I, I found myself looking up those same music videos again and kind of kind of easing my way into it. And by the end of middle school, I mean, Pierce the Veil, I'd know all of their shit back in front. I still do, except for the newest album, which isn't bad. It's just definitely not the same shit. It, it's definitely like an epilogue to their uh, to their career, it feels like. They might still keep going, but definitely a different... Sorry, I got a text. Definitely a different part of their career. Uh, it's pretty cool, though. But that's definitely the, the, the music video that sticks out in my head the most whenever I think about music videos. But but it's kind of cool, like you know what what was it? I I can't think of it. Oh, like the stupid Ed Sheeran song was on, and and Michael's like, "What the fuck was this dude on when he made this music video?" And I look up, and yeah, it's some dumbass fucking shit. But we can sit there and have a conversation about it. And whenever we ran out of shit to fill each other in about for from our normal like everyday lives, because we talk pretty often, just about every other day on Discord. Whenever we ran out of shit like that to talk about, yeah, we just defaulted to watching these music videos and talking shit. Well, I think my favorite music video, which was super unexpected, this Prince video, it, st- it starts out, the, I'm watching the TV, right? It starts out, fog everywhere, smoke, and then it zooms in on a bathtub, and there's a guy laying in the bathtub but my attention is drawn away from the the bathtub in the middle of the screen to the bird bath that's like just behind the bathtub. Like who, whoever's chilling in this bathtub really wanted his fucking parrot or some shit to be able to take a bath with him so they could have that bonding time. And then I just started imagining Prince like I don't I don't really know what his voice sounds like talking. I'd imagine it's pretty high pitched, somewhat similar to Michael Jackson's, but. I imagine him just like talking to his parrot while they're both taking a bath. Like, isn't this nice, buddy? Isn't this nice? Just dumb shit like that. But then the music video went on. And at first I'm like, man, this is stupid. Started, not stupid, but this is silly. This is a little kind of out there. Started out with just him in a bathtub. Like, where is this going? And it goes on through. It, it, go, it gets to this dance sequence. And I think whoever was filming had just they had, they had just came out with the the like inverted camera thing where if you like you you can make yourself have like one eyeball or split yourself into two, you know what I'm saying, depending on how you t- 
twist the camera, there, it'll just be like a line down the middle, and then things will conjoin or split apart depending on how you twist the camera. Well, they were doing that, and at first I was just I was just thinking, man, this is a uh, they're kind of just overdoing this, aren't they? I mean, there's not really too much cool going on. Prince is just making like a, a half version of himself, two halves, splitting himself down the middle, and then he would. Um, Sorry, a Discord notification. Ton- Sh- shut the fuck up, Discord. God damn it. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to have to mute this shit now. God damn, that was fucking irritating. I don't even know what I was fucking talking about now. Just having a conversation. Boop. Hey, how hey hey mom, how you boop. My god damn, I can't fucking <sighs> But it was kind of for a good reason. I mean, it's the Kevin just made a, a Discord channel for Akon. That'll be pretty dope, bro. I'm so happy, so excited for that. Oh, the Prince music video. Yeah, he was split down the middle, and they weren't really doing anything cool with that. But then it zoomed out to like his whole posse all doing little dances. And Prince is like, he's getting into it, dude. He is like jumping around and like prancing, running all the way back and forth. And it's starting to look cool, dude. And I'm like, I'm, t- I'm telling Michael, like, dude, if I was fucking stoned, I could see myself just sitting down and watching this, like, just to watch it. Not that I'm not stoned right now, but I mean, just as its own activity, I would watch this video. And yeah, that's how it won me over. It started out me thinking it was dumb, and then by the end of it, that was my favorite fucking music video that I saw that night. I think the the most disappointing one that I saw was Journey. Fuck. God. Ugh. Left a nasty taste in my mouth, dude. And I'm, I'm thinking about taking a bite of this Korean beef taquito to just flush it all out. But I'll wait. I'll wait. There was a it was a live performance of some song. I don't know. It it might have been. Well, no, I don't think that's Queen. I, I'm sorry, Journey. Oh baby, I love the way every day. I wanna give you a night and day. Not that song. I don't think that's Journey. Uh, Touching, feeling, breathing. Yeah, that's that's Journey. But anyway, the the singer was up there, just singing his fucking heart out. But bro. He looked like he had mugged someone's mom and like stole their outfit on the way to a, dropping their kids off to a soccer game. Like the shit was horrible, dude. I know. I'm well aware of the trend of like 80s and and 70s hair metal bands. I, I'm aware of it. It's, it's it's a sad part of our history, all right. But the Motley Crue. Uh, Led Zeppelin, they they all went through that shit. Def Leppard, probably. I don't know them. They just sound like they do some stupid shit like that. They all went through that shit so that we would, we wouldn't have to. They paved those roads for us. All right. But man, this journey, dude. No, no fucking style, and he, he had no drip at all. Like this dude was dripless. He was dry. He was drowning, but not in drip. Ugh, he he was wearing this yellow shirt and the sleeves were cut like at his shoulders at like a slant. Just 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 like a mom's shirt would be. And it was like 
it was this ugly yellow, not 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 quite school bus yellow, a little bit paler and brighter than that. And it had all these silver spots on it. And I would un- it would make more sense to me if they were all shiny and reflective and sparkly. I would kind of get that almost, but they weren't. It was just like a, a, a dumb mom shirt. That's all I can say. Not to mention he, he the rest of his ensemble. I mean, this dude had on mom jeans. Uh, the uh, honestly the whole band had on mom jeans so i'm guessing that's just all the jeans were back then and moms have just claimed them for their own now they're, they're the only ones still holding on maybe that's the deal but but he also had yes he had long hair but long hair and then like a fucking hard rock cafe t-shirt that's fine that's distinguishable we're like oh that's a, that's clearly a dude <clears throat> this guy had like bangs and and like a curtain just a just a black curtain of hair all the way around his shoulders and 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 the way he was singing too he was like shaking his head and dancing and shit just like my mom would and then when he would really hit a note he would just like I am right this moment he would be holding in the mic in his right hand and then his left hand he would start out in like a fist right next to his mouth as he would get into the note, it'd be like right here. And then as he would really get into the note, his hand would start to go up. And then he would hold it out at like an angle. And it just, it was just like overtly feminine. And there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. It just, um, it just put me off. The rest of the band was vibing. Just like they should be. Well, you know what? I can't speak for the rest of the band because the only other people I got to see were the guitarist. He was he was in a good portion of the video. I think we saw the front of the bassist one time, uh, but that was better than they gave the drummer because we only saw the back of his head and, and his back. All I know is that that dude had long gray hair, so he could have been just as sillily, sillily, yes, just as sillily dressed as the singer of Journey. But you know what? The singer Journey made more money than I, excuse me, than I will probably ever see. So, I, I guess he won, wins this time. Speaking of music, I finally, finally rearranged my wall of posters. I had set it up initially before I had really thought about what I was going to do with my record player and everything, and Mom gave me this like now playing sign to put on my wall and it holds records so I can put the record that is now playing in that whenever it's now playing so that'd be pretty cool I uh, rearranged all my shit got all my music stuff kind of in the bottom right corner my juice world poster gold necklace my poster of Pac that I got in Chicago that took me a few weeks to get I had to go back to that target multiple times before they actually restocked and had it but that's understandable it, it I am fine with the fact that that pot poster kept selling out because that means that people have respect. People realize, yeah, this this means something. I should get this. So that's cool. To the right of all that, I have my posters that I got from Maha Sattva the other fucking week, month. I don't remember. I got an XXX Tentacion one because, of course, I'm going to. I got two Kanye West ones, one one of him in a suit 
and one of the his graduation bear. And then I got a SZA poster because she is fine as fuck. <sighs> it's okay. My girl thinks so too. We 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 uh fangirl over SZA together. It's okay. And then I got a Dance Gavin Dance poster under that. It's what's up. And soon enough, I'll get to where I'm like taking pictures and posting albums and shit, doing little album reviews on an Instagram account or something. That's the goal. I want to have a like a good spam account where I talk about books I'm reading, albums I like, how my writing's going, shit like that. Something more positive than my pretty much deceased, uh, my old spam, which was just me shitting on myself and telling no one that I was confused about life. I don't even want to look back through that because there's a lot of dark days, a lot of dark ass days documented in that Instagram account. Man, I need, I feel like this, uh, Snapple's making me thirsty. It's, it's bad because there were, man, just hold one second. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. It's bad because I know there's shit from my last relationship on that page where I was in the relationship and you can see where I was happy. I was happy. And I still remember there's a post where I'm like, man, that's the great thing about our relationship. We're not perfect. There are going to be problems, but we can talk through it and get over everything. And then like three days later, why did blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it was all over. And and then I decided at that moment in time that it would be productive and beneficial for myself to go back to all my lovey-dovey posts and comment hateful things talking to myself. You fucking dumbass. You should have known. Blah, 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 blah. And, yeah, that's how I lived life at one point. We're we're making strides. We're we're always making strides. Also in high school, I used to I, my sad playlist that used to be just my playlist instead of my like songs. I used to just listen to sad music all the time. Looking back, couldn't tell you what I was sad about. Maybe not getting pussy. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think having a girlfriend back then would have really helped much. That would just give me more shit to be confused about. But that's one of those uh, grass is greener things that you don't realize. Uh, having someone else to be in a relationship with, it doesn't mean shit if you haven't worked on yourself. Because then you're just that much more insecure and that much more unsure and that much more confused once you get into this shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I'm I'm trying for the life of me to rack my brain. I don't know why I was that upset. I mean, for, for a, part, a portion of it, I didn't know who I was, but high school was leaps and bounds better than middle school. And I know that freshman, sophomore year, my mom's, my relationship with my mom wasn't the best. But once again, leaps and bounds better than middle school. So I don't think that was it. I think I was just fucking sad, <clears throat> just depressed because of, Hormones, I don't, emotions, just being a dumbass teenager thinking everything's worse than it is. I'm not sure, but, you know, I don't, 
<clears throat> looking back, I really don't need, I, there's not like a, well, I wish that I hadn't done that because it didn't, it wasn't that big of a detriment, you know, I, I didn't fucking kill myself. So that's, that's all that really matters. And I never really thought about it either. So I guess that's good. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at here. I don't need, whatever. I'm uh, relatively better now. So let's be happy about that. Sunday, yeah, I already talked about getting bubbles with Michael. They have the best fried pickles, dude. They they really do. Better than better than Razoo's. That's a close second. Guess I'll talk about this. There was, I was at Kroger a couple weeks ago. I just forgot to write this down, put this in the podcast notes. But I was at Kroger, and I was at the one by my house, which is not the one I go to. I go to the one by my parents' house. The one by my house, this was my first time there. That shit is squished and squashed as fuck. If the if if the Kroger by my parents' house is like a nice picture perfect rectangle. And no, I don't have to describe the rectangle. If you picture a rectangle, boom, it's exactly what you thought of, all right? Just your picture perfect stereotypical rectangle. This one is like a a, a picture perfect stereotypical square that is squished a little bit more. So just like, mm, mm, squish it a little bit more. That's what this grocery store was like. The layout sucked. They had fucking beer and milk in the same aisle for those dads who were just uh, really needed some motivation to get back home. Like, they're out for the milk. They're just not going to make it. Uh, but I could get a 24-pack of Bud Light and make it through. All right, there we go. So yeah, this Kroger fucking sucked, but I needed shit, so I, I stopped by, got got my shit, got in line, and there were barely any lines open, and it, I saw the self-checkout was full, so I got in line behind this old dude, and then the, the, the lady whose line we were in for the register, she motions to the, to the old dude who's in front of me, she goes, sir, sir, um... That that register over there just opened. And this dude, he is like the stereotypical crotchety old man. He goes, no, I'm not doing that. I know by the time I get over there, it'll already be filled up. I'm not doing that. Nuh-uh. And so without saying anything, I just fucking start moving towards the other register. Because I'm not that hard-headed. And, and I'm just thinking to myself, what a dumbass old man, bro. Like, this is straight out of a cartoon, this this interaction I just watched. Something I would have seen in, like, a sitcom or some shit. So I start heading over to the new register line. And on my way there, these two dudes start talking to me. And so I, I look I look over, and they're like, hey, how's it going? Good. And I say, good, how are you? I like your suits. And then they start a conversation with me. And it turns out they're Spectrum salesmen. So they stop me right in the middle of the fucking place. Right right, right, halfway from where I was to the new, the new um, checkout lane. They stop me and they start talking to me. And I tell them, yeah, I already got Spectrum. And I'm just pr- I thought that that would be the, the, the statement I had to say to get me the fuck out of their faces. But it wasn't. They said, oh, well, do you do this? Well, do you have this? How much do you pay? It's like, bro, I'm already on your fucking team. What do you want? And so they're talking to me. They're talking to me. And finally, I'm just like, I'm not. Nothing they're going to say is going to make me go, oh, well, I'll be. 
and turn around and see what's up. Like, I am at the grocery store. I have frozen shit in my cart. I am trying to go home. And here I'm sitting thinking, I'm trying to think of a better place where they could implement this kind of thing. But I don't, I just don't think that there's a, for that kind of like approach to getting customers. I don't think that there's a place for it. Maybe in, in like a Taco Bell or some shit inside once you already got your food. It's like, hey, how, how's that quesarito? Is your bank account good? Do you have a good credit rate? I, I'm not sure. But I finally go, hey, guys, I got frozen shit. I'm trying to go home. And they go, okay, have a good night. Have a good day. So I turn turn around and walk off. And then guess fucking what? Guess fucking what? That fucking old dude was right. It became a self-fulfilling prophecy because there were two fucking people in front of me in the line. Oh, that was a... Mm. All the curses I said aimed towards those gentlemen, those spectrum salesmen in my head in that moment. Ooh, it was a nasty place to be, my mind, that in that second. Because, fuck, I felt so dumb. Because in my head, I was so so confident, so sure. Oh, this dumbass old dude just being hard-headed. What the fuck? Old dumbass dude. I'm going to go get in this line and be out of here while he's still waiting. And then, sure enough, he was fucking right. Not necessarily probably in the way that he was thinking, but that motherfucker was right. So fuck these dudes. And you know what? I've been hit up by Spectrum guys on two or three different occasions since leaving this store. And every time, I told them straight up. Hey, man, I've already been hit up by a Spectrum guy this week. I got hit up at the last last place I went to. And not I don't even stop for a second, bro. Not even a second. Shit pissed me off. Ugh, shit pissed me off. Oh, let's see. I don't... We do not have much else for this week. I met a crazy bitch this week. Oh, God. It's so fucking stupid. Shit pissed me off. I was trying to leave. I was trying to go to my friend's house. And, but I had to pick up some food on the way. And so I was, I'd just gotten in my car. Started it. And, and my windows are down. I'm sitting there on Google Maps trying to figure out my route. I hear, excuse me, excuse me. But obviously that's not aimed towards me, right? I'm in my fucking car. What what can I be doing? So I, just, I didn't react. But then I hear, excuse me. And, and, and this lady walks up to my car. And she asked me if I'm in, if I'm like a DoorDasher, if I do DoorDash. I'm like, nope. She said, well, I just see you leaving here every now and then. I see you leaving here really often. So I was like, I'm just going to work, just going to work. And so she keeps on talking after that, which is like, why? I'm I'm trying to leave, but she keeps on having a conversation. And... I learned some things about this person, like um, the fact that she took takes Xanax, and I didn't know what to say to that, so I was just like, oh, how's that? Because <laughs> that, that's what I'd, I mean, if, when people ask, I smoke, oh, what, what's that like? So that's the first thing that came to mind, oh, how's that? And she said, 
Oh, nothing. That doesn't do much. It just makes you loose than a goose. And at that moment in my head, I was like, oh, shit. What is what is going on here? <clears throat> and then she drops on me. She's like, yeah, I live right here with my boyfriend, but he's an asshole. And in my head, I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. So this is where it's going. And so she finally gets to it. She's like, so can I give you my number and we can, like, hang out sometime or whatever? And I laid on her. I'm like, yo, I got I got a girlfriend. I'm not. Mm-mm. 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 And then she reiterates that she has a boyfriend. And then she's, she's just trying to make friends, like, around the, the apartment. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Do you smoke? She says she smoked. And I'm always looking for people to smoke with. Like, Trey, that that might have been the first time I've smoked with someone that wasn't like, well, no, I smoked with Cullen like a, a couple of weeks ago. Never mind. But I'm always looking for people to smoke with. So I'm like, all right, whatever. <clears throat> and then she gives me her number. And then she, but she tells me like a different name than she told me the first time. She's like, ah, fuck it. I'll tell you my real name. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, Go on with my day. But I didn't text her because I, uh, I wanted to ask Eileen first, of course. Eileen is my woman. I would not uh, do anything to jeopardize that. But in my head, this is, this was my thought process as this lady walked off. In my head, like, man, she seemed fucking crazy. She seemed nice, though. And then I start thinking, this is kind of like one of those things where, like, Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr, like Hannibal Burris, someone will they'll tell like a story about this fucking wild ass person they met, and it'll have like a funny resolution. So I was thinking maybe, maybe there's a story in this. Maybe something will come out of this funny. So that night I hit up Eileen. I'm like, Yo, would this be okay with you? Obviously, I'm not in any sort of way interested in this person. I just I broke it down just like I broke it down to you. I think this could be funny, and I'm gonna pause right there and say that. When I told Cullen about this experience today, it was at that moment when I said, and yeah, I asked I asked Eileen first. It was at that moment where he went, what the fuck? And kind of like threw his head down. And I just said, what? I just said, what? He's like, dude, if I said something like that to my old lady, it would be World War Three at my place. And I was like, damn, are you... For real? And so when he said that, that kind of changed how I thought about the whole thing and as as like a past tense. But it also put in my mind that like I was doing the right thing because the fact that that wasn't even like on my radar as, oh shit, I should be worried. That's how you know that I really had no fucking ill intentions at all. Like I was completely oblivious. But all right, we're going to resume. Okay, resume where I was. I told Eileen. Eileen was like, yeah, cool. See, see what's up. I don't care. And so I did, got to know her a little bit, told me her kids' names, which were pretty cool. I just liked the kid. It was two names that went together pretty well, kind of like uh, Jack and John, but uh, I'm not going to say them. That, that's, that feels kind of weird. That's it. That, that's, that's all that happened. And then um, the next day, Sunday, I had been very productive, all right? I'd been very productive from the hours of midnight till 6 a.m. on this Sunday. I don't know what happened, what got into me. I just got that 
I just got that energy, all right? It was like I had stolen some Adderall from Eileen and fucking got to it because I cleaned this. I cleaned that. I went over there and did this. Like, I got everything done. That's when I reorganized my posters. And that is not an easy or fun fucking task, but I did it. And so 6 a.m., I said, I've done enough. Just like God did at the end of the, the first day when he made the sun or whatever, I said, I'll let myself rest. Little did I know, an hour and 40 minutes later, at, at before 8 a.m., my groggy fucking brain it, it is finally able to piece together that my phone is buzzing next to me, just blowing the fuck up. And so I pick it up, and it's this crazy bitch. Has called me eight times. Before 8 a.m. And she texted me too. So I open it. And she said. Hey are you awake? Hey dude. Wake up. Hey I really want. Do you have some tequila I can borrow? Because I really want to drink. And I don't want to have to wait till 10. Hey. Blah, 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 blah. And so I text her. And and the first the first thing I text her is. I'm finna block you G. I'm going back to sleep. And then I lay my head down. But I'm not going back to sleep. I'm just waking up more and more. And then if you looked in my phone, you could tell how awake I was, like the process by how how much I was coming to, by how angry my texts were. Let's let's see what's up. Uh let me let me open the message real quick. I'm finna block you, G, going back to sleep. And then I screenshotted all the fucking calls. I said, like, fuck, I said, like, fuck off, it's not even 8 a.m. What the fuck? She said some dumb shit. And I said, you got Monday through Saturday, just like me, yo. Don't wake my ass up because you're lacking at 8 motherfucking a.m. Ridiculous. Which was the most level of scorn I could get, feeling safe. Because I haven't described this lady up until now, but she had like a neck tattoo, crazy piercings, tattoos all over, makeup, like insane makeup. And my intuition tells me that this is the type of lady who's, whoever her boyfriend is, he's either a a bad motherfucker that I do not want to meet or know. Or he knows a bad motherfucker that I do not want to meet or know and can arrange them to fuck me up. So I refrain from calling her a bitch. I refrain from being too fucking mean and vindictive, which I would like to applaud myself for having that forethought at the uh, b- before 8 a.m. So applause for that. But yeah, that, that, that that's the end of my saga. <clears throat> That was the crazy story that I got out of this crazy bitch. So, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was worth it, I guess. That was fucking weird, man. Some people, bro. Some people. And and as I was talking to Cullen about this, after after he said that, after he said that World War Three thing, and then he he started. He was like, "Bro, you got a girl that loves you," and blah. And I was like, "Bro, I'm not." <laughs> I was no part of me for any second was like, Ooh, let me see what I can do here. 
but but after he said that I came to the real, realization because I, t- I told Eileen all, all of this as it was happening. Like I sent her the screenshots of all that stupid shit. And I was like, bro, this dumbass bitch. What the fuck just happened? So I, I, I sent her all that and then went back to sleep. Right. So I told Cullen, well, if she was feeling any type of way about this whole situation, I bet that turnout definitely made her feel a lot better. Like, yep, this is what you fucking get. Turns her phone off, goes back to bed. <laughs> But yeah, that was, um, I, I guess that is a, a funny story. Not, not necessarily like what I was thinking, but there you go. And then I, one, oh yeah, the, the party last week. So I did, um, I did go to Aiden's and Cullen's the, the day after Dave passed away. We had already planned that party for Vic's birthday and I, Honestly, I think that was the best shit just to get out of the house, get my mind off of everything. And I'd I'd known about the party for a while, so I had been trying to get Eileen to go to the party for a while because she has not hung out with them at all. She is not like we we went on a double date with Aiden and Vic one time a long ass time ago. So I've just been nudging and poking and prodding like, hey, bro. When are we going to hang out with my friends? <laughs> hey, when are, when are we going to hang out with my friends? Hey, yo, they they just want to meet you. And so I finally, finally, finally got her to come. The stars aligned. Everything was going good. So she showed up. We uh, pulled up together, walked in. I actually had Aiden record that thing for Dave first before we got got into it or anything, but... Got in there, started drinking. I poured up like a like a quarter of my tequila bottle in this in this cup and then made a big ass paloma for myself to sip on. And then we started playing beer pong. And that's when I found out that me and Eileen have something else in common. Is that we both fucking suck at beer pong. <laughs> Shit was uh not good. We lost both of the games that we were in very badly. But because we both sucked I don't think either of us was upset at each other. I was I was just having a good time. I, w- I was really just ecstatic that she was there. That that I could be like, yeah, guys, I I really do have a girlfriend. She she's right here. She's real. She does exist. And no, she doesn't hate you guys. And so that was nice. Uh, first time Colin and Cooper actually got to meet her. And she, yeah, she fucking started talking Cullen's ear off about uh, pharmaceutical shit, about drugs and stuff. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on the fact that she was wasted, but man, I felt, I felt bad for Cullen. Not because he didn't want to be a part of the conversation; he was interested in asking questions. But anytime he would try to like get a word in, she would just like bulldoze him over. I just felt bad watching. I was like, fuck. Hey, uh, what, but what were you finna say, buddy? What, what was your story, Cullen? Just shit like that, but it was still a really good time. And it ended up like it always does, except this time, Eileen was the first to leave. She had to go home. Didn't, don't want to get her in trouble. And then it played out like normal. Coop left. Aiden was like, hey, man, I'm, I think I'm going to crash. And then if Aiden's crashing, that means he's taking Vic with him, which leaves me and Cullen, the motherfucking Night Watch. 
on the couch watching Hey Arnold, just just talking about life or not talking. I don't. That was in the part of the night where I really don't remember. Because there was also a little bit before that, Aiden's parents came back. I think they had been to Houston or some shit. And Aiden's mom, she was about as wasted as I was probably. And and I was, I was smoking, and so I offered her some because Aiden's mom is cool as fuck. And she's like, oh, no, honey, that's fine. Thank you very much, though. And, of course, because of what had just happened to me, uh, I I started venting to her. And she was really nice and comforting. And she told me a bunch of nice shit that I can barely remember right now. I, I, uh, that's probably what I regret the most. I, I don't, I, it's, it's very blurry at the moment. I'm sure if I sat here and tried my best to draw it forth, it, it'll come eventually. But, uh, shout out to Aiden's mom. Shout out to Aiden's dad, too. It was good to see him, man. Hey, Aiden's just got a cool ass family. He's, is, uh, I think it's Uncle Richard. It's his next door neighbor. He's really cool too, man. He's a funny guy, but that was a great night just getting away from everything. And yeah, me and Eileen fucking suck at beer pong. And I don't know if I said it already, but I did end up throwing up that night. That quarter quarter bottle of uh tequila and all the other shots I had after that. They did they they did me justice, but only for so long. But I did it like a pro. I did it the best I knew how. I felt like I was going to throw up, so I stood up. I went outside. Got it over with. Went back in, sat down, watched Hey Arnold. Like a boss. And you know what? Before I knew it, I was asleep. Woke up. Cullen wasn't next to me. It was 6 a.m., so I made my way to my parents and fell back asleep on their couch. That was the end of my night. And... That's going to be the end of this podcast. Thank you guys very much for listening. I hope that your day was amazing. I hope that if it, if you're going through it right now, you're having a great day. And if you're having a shitty day, guess what? I really hope that shit gets better. Honestly. And you know what? Speaking from experience as an angry motherfucker, a lot of times the the biggest thing getting in the way of you having a good day is yourself. Oftentimes I'm the biggest obstacle in between myself and having a great day. And it's because I just can't let some shit go. Something will happen and I just replay it, replay it, replay it, replay it. Oh, you dumb motherfucker. Why the fuck would you do that? Why would that be okay? And it just goes. And oftentimes when I just let shit slide off my back, that's when I have the best days. So that's what I'm going to recommend to you. Have a great day. Let that bullshit slide off your back. But you know what? If it's some shit you can't let slide, take care of it. All right? Settle your business. Be a man. Or a woe man. All right? Whatever you got to do. Whoa, man. All right. Have a great week. I will talk to you later. Peace.